Hello and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name's Tom Rebeck and I'm a partner in our research division. I'm here today with Stephen Sale, who heads up our consumer research practice. Stephen's just published an article looking at the approaches operators are taking to grow revenue. This article is based on a longer report. So to start with, Stephen, can you do introduce that report and, and what it covers? Yes, uh, thanks, Tom. So the article summarises some of the findings from the latest operator growth strategies report. Uh, this is a, a, the fourth in a series of reports that, that we've done. And each time we analyse the corporate strategies of telecoms operators, paying particular attention to where growth is expected to come from and their activities in support of this. We've got a taxonomy that we apply that allows some comparison in terms of revenue composition, um, thinking about things like reliance on enterprise versus media, for, for example, or the extent to which operators are active in digital, such as mobile financial services or analytics. Uh, we also characterise the strategies of operators. For, um, so, for example, an operator might be classed as an enterprise innovator or a digital service pioneer. So doing this at the, at the beginning of 2021, of course, we pay particular attention to the effects of COVID on performance in 2020, uh, as well as looking to see whether the pandemic has prompted any significant changes in operator strategy. Okay, thanks, Stephen. So we'll talk about the future plans and what they're doing uh, for 2021 in a minute. But first of all, let's look at 2020. So how did the operators in this report do in 2020? Who did well? Who did, well, who, who did badly? And, and, and why? So, yeah, we had 11 operators in the study and six of them saw revenue increase in 2020 and five saw, saw revenue decline. And generally speaking, it was the developed market operators that struggled and operators in emerging markets that performed the best. So Reliance Geo had a great year in 2020 with continued growth, largely coming from a growing customer base. It actually added 40 million new mobile customers in 2020. Uh, we also had MTN in the study, which did which did pretty well. It reported 12% growth last year. Again, largely coming from a growing customer customer base, plus in, increased ARPU. And I mean, the general story there is that customers in emerging markets relied more heavily on their smartphones during the pandemic, and the operators benefited from this. Uh, the picture is more complicated in developed markets, and there it's, we saw mobile revenue suffering due to losses in roaming and device sales, as, as we've written about extensively before, uh, plus a decrease in out-to-bundle out spend. And then this was offset for many operators to varying degrees by increases in fixed broadband revenue. So a few operators reported ARPU increases on the fixed side as customers upgraded to fibre and or to higher speed services. Um, so it much depended on whether there was fibre available to upgrade to, as well as the level of price competition in, in various markets. So in terms of the, the operator performance, a little bit like we saw with the economic performance during 2020, the impact of the pandemic varies from country to country and operators had different levels of exposure depending on their footprint. So to give you a few data points from the study, um, Telenor's domestic op operations were pretty much flat in revenue terms. It recorded growth in Denmark where it's a challenger operator. Um, another European operator in the study, Proximus in Belgium, saw a 4% decrease in revenue. Uh, we also looked at, at Singtel, which is operations in Australia and across Southeast Asia, and they declined by 8% in, in 2020. So quite, quite a mixed picture, uh, much depending on who you are and, and, and where you are. Okay, thanks for that. Um, so now let's turn to what their plans are for the future. So in the article, you talk about five different operators where operators are trying to drive growth. Can you go through each of those and what operators are doing? 
So yeah, yeah, we've got. Uh, I mentioned before the taxonomy. So we we provide estimates of of the revenue splits for all of the operators in in the studies, and that gives us a, a useful kind of com comparator of 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 how the the operators are structured and, and what their, their their composition is. Um, the five areas are core consumer, business services, media, fintech, and data stroke analytics. So I'll take each one in, in turn. So firstly, core consumer, I've talked about that a little bit already. Um, so fixed broadband is, is continues to be viewed as a strong revenue engine by many operators. Fiber investments continue apace. In the study, AIS, Proximus and Turkcell all stand out there. Uh, many operators are hoping to use 5G to grow up mobile ARPU. Um, there's potentially um, a more challenging environment uh, with, with pressures on consumer spend there, uh, but there's much more of a focus around rich media content now, including AR, VR, and, and gaming. Uh, convergence remains a guiding principle for many operators, and quite a few of the operators in the study are emphasizing a strong network pro proposition across both fixed and mobile. Uh, so, uh, a good example is Proximus's best gigabit, gigabit network proposition. I think in, in terms of consumer, the, the, the sort of probably the, the striking example of somebody trying to do something different was SK Telecom, uh, which is aiming to reposition itself as a, an AI platform subscription company. So like, like a few of the developed Asian market operators, it's trying to move away from uh, the ostensibly telecoms business into, into becoming a much kind of broader consumer proposition and uh, kind of yoking its loyalty program into that and, and, and trying to bring in third-party services like financial services, educational services, travel services, all of that kind of thing. Um, second one, business services. Um, and yeah, Operators are continuing to look to ICT for future revenue growth. They're by and large strengthening their cloud capabilities. Many are building strong security propositions supported by acquisitions, as, as you've written about. Um, SK Telecom was quite an interesting example of trying to build new uh, security use cases around the COVID pandemic, looking at home parking, contactless solutions. Uh, that, that core enterprise connectivity proposition has been weakened uh, by the pandemic, um, and you know, a few operators are starting to, to build uh, slightly different propositions around a newly distributed workforce. 5G is often often mentioned in, in, in support of business service growth, but um, details are often lacking. And an example of that is Singtel, which is deploying multimeter wave for specific enterprise use cases, but hasn't really said what those are. Uh, third one, media. Uh, many operators' aspirations to move into media have waned in recent years. Uh, last year, quite a few operators struggled on the pay TV business possibly due, due to their ex exposure on, on sports rights. Um, uh, and many of the, the benefits accrued during the year with overall increased entertainment consumption have gone to Netflix and Disney Plus and, and, and the, those OTT providers. Uh, in terms of the operator response, a few are, are shifting focus towards emerging content categories such as cloud gaming that can potentially stimulate increased demand for high performance connectivity. Uh, a good example in the study was, was Singtel, who's teamed up with AIS and SK to invest in a regional joint venture to target uh, gaming and esports. Uh, fourth category is, is fintech. Now, this is typically quite a low contributor to, to revenue, 
for example, um, three percent of, of Singtel's total revenue and of, of quite a few operators, of course, are, aren't really active in here. But this is a sector that's actually done quite well during the past year. Um, the behavioural changes, uh, social distancing, staying at home, and so on, um, have uh, you know, supported contactless services, supported existing mobile wallet services, and quite a few operators are, are aiming to build on that, expanding into related services such as insurance or, or digital banking. Um, MTN is one of the best performing operators in the, in this area, and its fintech revenue grew by 24% in 2020, and, and to to account for 8% of its total revenue. So, uh, you know, a, a significant growth story for, for MTN. And the final category is data or analytics, and this is a pretty small contributor to overall revenue, usually less than 1%. Um, revenue from this line has generally fallen during the pandemic. Uh, so an example there is, is Singtel's group Digital Life, uh, which includes the Amobi advertising platform, and their revenue fell by 20% uh, from April to, de to December. And this is largely due to decline in, in advertising spending worldwide. So it's a, you know, it's a challenging business to be in. However, the sector is expected to rebound in 2021. Uh, there's expected to be an accelerated shift to digital channels. So quite a few operators are looking to develop capabilities in this area and get better rate returns on their, their existing data assets. Okay, thanks for that, Stephen. Then just, just thinking about how much COVID has affected these strategies, what sort of changes have you seen? How, how, how different are these strategies from, from, say, a year ago? So I think there's, there's been a change of emphasis. Um, so in, in developed markets, there's probably more of a focus on, on fixed connectivity than there was before. Uh, fibre in particular seen as a good long-term investment, playing to increase value of robust connectivity, be better performance that's, that's valued more by customers. Um, similarly, uh, as I mentioned before, some of the, the more f sort of far out fanciful entertainment use cases look a bit more realistic now. And there's a lot of effort going into cloud gaming, VR content and so on. Uh, the area that's probably most interesting is business services, where we're potentially seeing some major changes so uh, many industries are, are being re reconfigured to support higher levels of remote working, um, exposing the frailties of a connectivity business built around centralised offices in CBD areas. Um, so you know, cloud services, security, digitalization have all been given a boost. There's also some interesting sectors that some operators have, have, have been targeting, but uh, there's potentially much more to do. So sectors such as healthcare, transport, and education are likely to be profoundly affected by the pandemic, and these potentially present new opportunities for operators. So um, I think, based on what we've seen, quite a few operators are beginning to address these changes, but we haven't seen any major changes in strategic direction yet. And of course, telcos are generally big beasts, and changing course significantly is not simple or necessarily required. Um, and I think sort of, just to reflect on where, where we're at with, with that, in the early days of the pandemic, many operators did attempt to take a step back and think about what was needed. However, there was such a large degree of uncertainty that it was very difficult. So things look different depending on who you were, where you were, and, and when you were. We've, we've, we've seen this as, uh, you know, as industry analysts and, and, and forecasters. Also, telecoms revenue performed relatively well during the pandemic, so it's it natural just to focus on the short-term tactics. But I think uh, as we 
move through 2021 now, I think we're going to start to see more reflection um, as the contours of the future potentially become a little bit clearer. And I think operators are going to start to look more fundamentally at some of the basic uh, assumptions that underpin their business plans um, and potentially uh, think things through. So we might see some bigger changes in 2021? I think so. Okay, great. Well, thank you for that, Stephen. Um, you'll find more on operator growth plans on the Analysis Mason website. Um, we'll also put links to the article that Stephen mentioned and the longer report in the show notes. To automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. Thank you for listening.